Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, how you doing? Good. Katie, can you put a little music under this? I mean, really soft. Uh, I'll be at Helium the 21st of March through the 24th. Excited about that. Preston and Steve, I'm on my way. I'm walking from uh, L.A. I'm leaving right now. Um, had a great time in D.C., a lot of cool people. Hey, Blabbermouth, Blabbermouth, I, we wrote a song about your tweet. We didn't even hear from you. Chad, you're painting houses. We didn't hear from you. Um, all right, here's going to be the long part that will lead in today's show with our guest, James Adomian. Um, from now, I always repeat things a lot, obviously, especially this, because I want to put the way I feel about the tweets or the emails right next to when I sort of complain about one. Um, I, I never feel like, why do people write it? You know the way I feel if you've heard me before. It's always like, you write it, I get it. It's a great way for people to communicate. Sometimes it's positive. Sometimes it's incredibly constructive. Sometimes it's mean-spirited, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, so when I make – so with that in mind, uh, Tyler Simpson wrote basically, hey, how long are you going to – after you came out on the Mark Marin show, how long are you going to keep talking about it? And this leads me to two interesting things. <laughs> That's right. One, sometimes people tweet things and then I respond to them and then they're kind enough to go, oh, I didn't mean it that way, which is really cool. That's why I don't want to be too aggressive here. But sometimes they write, you know, sometimes they do mean what they tweet. But when they don't, to me, that's even odder because hey, I'm sure this affects your own life. I'm sure you're writing emails to friends and you have no idea how you come off. So, Tyler, if you meant, um, no, I wish you wouldn't keep talking about it then I'm going to respond to that, if that's what you meant, as it sounded. Uh, I'm going to talk about it for fucking ever. I don't want it to consume every show, which it hasn't, 
But because uh, my, my regular life, it doesn't consume every day. Sometimes it has nothing to do with my day. Sometimes it's 10% of my day. Um, I'm going to talk about it forever. When is John Stewart going to stop talking about things that bother him? When is so again? But I think there's also a chance this person's going. Oh, I didn't mean it that way. I didn't mean. Then think about think about when you write something how it sounds. You know, things get lost in in translation. Look at your. I do it sometimes. I go to write somebody something. I go. Ah, this is something I need to say verbally. It might the tone too much. The tone is lost. You're reading it with a tone in your head. It gets lost. I can't imagine how this one would have been lost in translation, but whatever. And here's the other thing before we roll in the show. Um, since I asked people not to use the word gay on the Mark Marin show, you know what I mean, uh, in, the, in the way that we were talking about using it, uh, getting a lot of emails from people, and I'm reading them, and I'm reading every single one of them. And I just want you to know that you might... And this has a lot to do with today's show. Sometimes I read them and I'm like, well, that's a really great point. Other times I don't see it. But the way that you're going to see it when it does make sense is certainly my, certainly by not dismissing it right away. And I don't. But when you bring something up and then I continue to do it on the show, it doesn't mean I dismissed it. It means I read it. I took it in. And let me, say, let me tell you something. When I take it in, that means I really think about it sometimes two, three, four days a week. And then sometimes I say, no, that, you know, uh, that doesn't mean I didn't hear you. It just meant I might have been able in my head to explain why I do it. Does that make sense? Maybe. Um, like, for instance, today's show, we, um, t- uh, James, uh, was doing Tom Likas. To, I almost, it was so funny, I wanted to vomit. Now, I think it has, I left, I want to continue to do that type of comedy because, I think a good, a, good, a good way to go about something, the person you're maybe making fun of or teasing, like when we did the wheelchair, the uh, teddy bear song, my friend that's in a wheelchair, we talked about it. He's like, yeah, could the person that it's about laugh at it? If you're doing a joke and it's about transgender people, could they laugh at it? You know, that's an easy answer. Now, that doesn't mean everybody. Hey, I'm sure there's other people in a wheelchair that heard that thing and went, nah, the fact that I round up by my friend means it's at least possible for some people to, to, to be able to laugh at it. You were making fun of the right thing. So the same thing with Tom Likas, you know. Um, but a year ago, if I would have done this, I would have just rolled it in thinking, oh, my audience knows that I think he's just spewing out hate. Uh, if any woman spewed out the hatred that Tom Likas spewed out, well, you know, people, it would be like, what? Uh you know, I think you know what I'm saying. So, but now I'm saying it close to it. That way, if you're strolling by the show, maybe you don't know my views. You know, so uh, there you go. I think it's like Jen Kirkman said: Can you satirize, uh, you know, what an evil monster Hitler is, or you know, what a buffoon that uh, Tom Likas is? Anyway, there you go. And by the way, I did listen to the Tom Likas show sometimes, and I, you know, like I watch a car accident. It's morbidly, I was morbidly curious what he was talking about, but there's no doubt that it was just a lot of just sexist bullshit, and I think it's, I think it was so funny today, uh, you know, him making fun of him, that explains why, and I'm not saying what I'm about to say, and then we'll roll it in the show, uh, to dismiss all the emails, 
Uh, but some of them that have a tone that are go, you know, and they don't all have this tone, the tone I'm about to use to, to mimic some of the emails. They seem to be searching through whatever I said in a fever to find an inconsistency. Uh, well, you, well, you, you said that, uh, 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 you, and, you, and you asked not to do that. And you're, uh, uh, hey, hey, don't make your best moment my worst. I'm going to continue to grow. You're going to find inconsistencies. If you're sifting through it, you don't got to sift. I'm already realizing them and going, I got to change that. I want to look into that, which is why we're probably going to have, I think in the future show, have like a therapist on. You might think, how could that help? Because that's how the show opens up with James sort of teasing me about that. Because a therapist or a, or, a, or a professor at a university that understands this, and James was saying, what do they know about comedy? They don't. They know how to... Uh, take they sit in between two people or couples counselor and they let each other be understood and that's really what I'm looking for so anyway there you go enjoy the show ah oh, this opening was long bye now entering nerdist.com a very funny guy Todd Glass if you don't fucking call me back this time then don't call me ever again Hello? we're done Hello? the Todd Glass show was August 12th Here we are. James is here. Hi, James Adomian, everybody. How are you? <laughs> you out there? Oh, it sounds like you're good. James was making fun of me before we start the show. And I have a, I have a jingle I made. A, a, I call them jingles. An opening parody, or I wrote a song for you. Oh, yeah? Yes. Okay. And, I'm gonna, and I'll tell you what. I'm not even going to have Lynn do it. I think you're so special that I'm going to do it for you myself. Okay. I'm going to sing it myself. Should we do it now, or do you want to talk? Let's have what like, a cold opening. I wanted to defend myself, because I wasn't just... Turn his mic off. This guy's <laughs> out of control. <laughs> <laughs> the first moment I talk, mm-hmm. I wasn't just coming in and going like, Todd Glass, you old stupid piece of shit. Thanks for having me on. Like, I'm making fun of... Because Todd comes in, and he says serious things, but then he's like, why are you laughing at what I'm trying to say? It's a serious thing I'm trying to say here. Why do you think it's a comedic? Well, I, and I'm like, well, because... Go ahead. <laughs> every, because every goddamn thing you say sounds like a clown that fell out of a window. But most people that know me, including our listeners, everybody in this room, I know, I guarantee. Don't, by the way, don't just... We're friends. We can re- re- uh, tease each other or have a... And, and you don't have to get like, God, if we agree with Todd, I, I want to know... Most of the people in this room and listeners go, I can tell when Todd's being serious. Like, I can tell. Like, <laughs> but we talked. Oh, so I told James about having, um, I, even, and you know I said it, like I said, professor. What I mean is, well, we just discussed it. So I told James that when he came in, what we're going to do. Because right now my head is just about ready to explode. I'm going to l- let it be. And then we'll have someone come in that can, you know, dissect it down and make it make sense for me. And you think that th- that doesn't intrigue you at all. See, if Paul F. Tompkins, he would be like, that's a good idea. Now, you don't have to be him. And you're not. <laughs> no, I'm not. But what, what makes you think Stop that... Stop trying to put me okay. in someone else's cookie cutter. <laughs> well, 
<laughs> what makes you think, like, seriously, well, ta- ta- you, off the air, you didn't think, like, that would be fun. That would be a cool show to do. Oh, I, I, look, I think it's a, it is a cool show. It's a great oh, idea. Oh, sure. Now no, you say it. I, all I did was laugh because it's ta- Todd Glass is going, like, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do is bring on a professor. I'm, I'm going to do one of these episodes. I'm going to bring on a professor for an hour. We're going to talk about what, what, what's good in comedy. I'm like, that sounds terrible. No, 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 no. I did I, not say that. I can see it. it would, no, it would be a good show, but I just love the image of you across the, across the table from a professor who's like, well, uh, you have sociologically. To, no, you have to have somebody on, obviously. And look, we could, I know if we keep re- replaying the word professor, you picture a guy in here with a bow tie. <laughs> obviously, that's funny, but that's, not, that, that's only funny for about five seconds. Because then you have to go, well, that's not what I think we could stretch it to 10. (laughs) 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 But that's not what we're going to do. I want someone in here to explain. Look, not that they're all knowing either, but someone that's put a lot of thought into this and maybe wrote some books on it. But... To explain I, how you I, can I know satirize, you, you know, that there is a difference that then uh, and put it and make it so clean where I can feel like there's follow through with all the things I'm asking. You right want, now, there's probably not. You want a guy to come on here and explain what's funny. Who's not funny himself? No, no. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna do this until you understand. You kn- are you fucking with me, or do you really? Know? I don't know. Bleep that out. There will be no cursing on this show. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, you know, the word fucking is fairly offensive to those who are sexually disabled. <laughs> you know what? You got it. I'll get you right out of here with that rhetoric. I think there's something funny about an old guy. What if guy you were here? a Fox News comedy podcast guy? If Fox News started doing comedy podcasts and they were like, "Turn off his mic, this liberal." I, you know what? We're doing. We're doing the. We're doing the, the honest American answer to these liberal podcasts out there. Yeah, you have – well, that's what they, they always say. How come there's not a comedic show on the other side? You know, like they've tried, but they never work. Oh, yeah, because they're all like, they're all like oh, what about these poor people out there, still poor, sucking down all the food they can get their hands on? Yeah, you can't really make fun of the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the under – you got to make fun of the uh, – The big guy. The big guy, right. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I – why am I keep re-explaining? I think there can be someone well, – I wish – give me another better word than professor. Like, like an expert, like someone who, who has studied behavioral – like a behavioral analyst almost, I guess is what you're trying to say. I well, think. who are some famous – like even when there's famous literature uh, – uh, I was going to say literaturist. Uh, Literary figures. Yeah, from the past. Mm-hmm. A lot of times the quotes they said, they're not written about stand-up comedy, but they apply. Of course. So that's that type of person that knows how to look. I think some of comedians. Well, I, think Frederick, I think Frederick Nietzsche said that if you fart on stage, you better address it. Good stuff. Who needs a professor? I got James Adomi in here. We'll be back right after this. The show. In studio, James Adomian. Funny man. <laughs> Todd Glass played all the hits here in Palm Springs, California. <laughs> We'll take a break. So, so we got all, that out of the way. All the all the oldies that don't get ratings in the Los Angeles market <laughs> here in Palm Springs. Oh, those guys! You meet them. They always, they have the same voice, but then you see them. Oh my God! They've got another year left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a broadcasting legend. <laughs> and he just dies. What if, um, you, what if you're a radio personality and you died, but your radio voice kept going for a few seconds afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> like a rigor mortis radio how, voice? How would that sound? It would sound like, we're tuning it. We, 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 got, we got 85 in the valley. We got 96 in the high desert. Coming at you, coming at you, coming at you with the hits and the hits. Coming at you with the hits and the hits. We're coming at you. <laughs> Getting it on the go. Double, 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 double,
<laughs> and they're like, Jerry? Jerry? Jerry. Because most people are listening. Uh, you, you, there was definitely the th- where you saw, oh, he's dead. But now there's just shit coming out of his mouth. <laughs> get the dog, get the dog, going to the old hits, the hits of the old pile, hits of the hits of the company, that of the company, the of the 45, and the picking up, second of the four up, five, and taking him down on a traffic copter. <laughs> He just has all those he words in his because his mouth his mouth in life was so used to just blabbering. <laughs> hold on. <coughs> they're having the funeral. They're having the funeral. And he hold on, hold back on. You gotta, you gotta let me. <coughs> oh my God, James. <laughs> oh, what am I doing that for? Now I'm going to cough all over again. W14 on a tropic chapter coming on the tip tie on the five foot. Everybody up on the top downtown coming up and popping the lava lakeside. Uh, you're being silly now. <laughs> After all that. No, you're, yeah. uh, you're being just silly now. <laughs> on, I, like, I recovered my voice. Now I know everything you're doing is silly. I'm going to put this fan on. Is it hot in here or do you think it's comfortable? I love being on the off mic stuff on Todd's show. Is it, what if I just, is it okay if I adjust my chair? Is this, is this height of the chair, is this good for you right here? Because I think it's good for me. What if I did, what if I just did the whole thing from this height down here? But what if I, but what if I just kept lowering the chair throughout the conversation? So I'm just lower and lower and lower and lower and lower. And now you can't even hear what I'm saying. I'm only halfway out of the microphone. I love it. I, I, I wrote down here, asked, uh, remind uh, James to do me. So I did. No, I swear to God. Uh, what, is, what does it say? What does it say right there? Do me. Tell me about it. Do, do, do me do as me. other. Oh, I said do me as other jobs. I wanted you to come on and like, you oh, know, like your other jobs. Yeah, oh. like like what would I do if I was a car salesman? How would I sell oh, the car? What about like people? a telemarketer? Like, <laughs> can I be, can I answer the phone? Yeah, 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 yeah. Please. Okay. It's a sure. Anything call. to use my anything. Use my phone voice. <laughs> okay. Hello. Hey. hey How come you is... don't have a phone voice? Right, yeah, put me on the phone voice. There. You, know, you know what I'm going to do later? I don't I'm know. Gonna... I don't have a. I don't, I don't tell you why because I don't have a program board of shit that I can press over here. <gasps> How dare you? People think I do this with my nose. <laughs> Hello. James, stop. Yeah. Stop. Pull your chair in. Mm-hmm. Too much noise over there. I have to do your theme. Oh right, that was the whole point of the thing. We'll get. We'll get to everything that you wanted us to do. Okay, hold on. Get it ready. For those of you listening at home, it's going very well in the room. Hello. That's a good one. You have the karaoke. Shut up. (laughs) James Adomi and he's our guest today. He's going to come in with his little voices and his noises. He damn us a laugh. He doesn't talk too much. Bum, 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 bum. James Adomi and he comes into my show. He makes us laugh and have a good time. If you want to ask me and I, that I know everything, I don't think he does talk too much. I try to make it work. He comes in and has a nice time and he wears a nice shirt. He does Andy Kindler, Eddie Pepitone and a lot of other different voices. If you ask me my opinion, I think he doesn't talk too much. <laughs> I like James Adomi and he's a lot of fun. He comes in with his voices and everyone. If you ask me my personal opinion, I, I don't think, I don't think he talks too much. Tick-tock, tick-tock, don't 
talk too much. Todd, 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 Todd. Oh, I like this version. You don't, don't talk too much. Hey, 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 hey. When this song is almost wrapping up, my favorite part's coming when I try to flip the what it says, so it's not an insult. I think, personally, in my own opinion, he doesn't talk too much. Fade it out. I got a guest on here. I got a guest on here who, who gets a word in who gets a word in edgewise. He talks too much. That's the problem. <laughs> Make up a whole song Oop, about excuse it. Excuse me, uh, Katie. From now on, when we fade, we'll have to use you because we're we're going to get a new switch for the computer that lets him fade. But right now, it has to do okay. it with the. So when I say fade, we'll talk to you. Are you all right over there? That was a polite way of Sam? saying. When I say fucking fade, you better fade. <laughs> <laughs> Do me, how would I say uh, when we went off the air, and I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings about the, I'm not happy with the fading. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was great. Folks, we'll be right back. What the fuck? Why are you fading like that? <laughs> when I say fade, I don't, mean a, I don't mean a slow fade over time. I mean a quick fade. It's not a dissolve. It's not Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> I don't have camera. I don't have a camera crew. <laughs> I was all. What right are you smiling at? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed to smile. What you are know, you smiling? I at? didn't like that. Uh, maybe that. That. Uh, oh, by the way, of a new sponsor, not the cotton people, but you know, there's a new fabric that's trying to get some attention, and they're sponsoring the show. The softness, the lines, the smell of corduroy. That's it. We're, we're corduroy. Did you hear? It? It's the softness, the lines from the corduroy. Play it again. I don't think James I'm really. I'm Jack Corduroy, and I'm a big fan. The softness, the lines, the lines, the smell of corduroy. The corduroy people. They're sponsoring the show. You know, for years, Cotton was the only one that advertised, and corduroy people are going, "What the fuck are we sitting on our ass for?" <laughs> right. I love I love advertisements that are for things that are not like they're they're for industries and not just like an actual product. Like if you know the, the radio ad where it's like beef, it's what's for dinner. And it's like yeah, I I grew up eating. I know about beef. Well, that's, why is that an ad, James? I just thought the same thing. Like it's not even one beef company. It's just it's all overall. of American beef. But they, cookies doesn't have to do that. <laughs> yeah. You never hear yeah. eat cookies. Yeah, <laughs> the cookie industry. <laughs> Cookies. Then you get Sam Elliott too. There's some hard working people slopping dough and sugar around. <laughs> Make sure you remember them next time you Hold on. Can we put some music behind him right now live? Like that piano music? I don't mean to put you on the spot, James. No, nah, don't worry. I'll step a little aside from the spot. <laughs> oh wait, that's that's fine. I can yeah, it's like it's America. And all along Main Street, the children have come out with their red wagons and their red, white, and blue school books. All in time for summertime. Hold on, hold on. And in time for Hold on, hold on. This won't work. There's words on it. What is this? Take his echo out of his mic. We'll do it again. This is what the part of the show... Turn the song off. Take the echo out of the mic. (laughs) Turn turn up the humor button. (laughs) No, no, this is all what we do. I used to think, oh, we'll stop and we'll edit. No, this is what you do when I'm having people at my house. I never go... If we're doing a bit like this, which we do, and let's say we go, oh, no, 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 this would be funnier. We don't all get to stop and edit it out of our heads. No, we just... We we still enjoy it. Right. So let the people enjoy it. Well, the problem is there's 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 about 10,000 pigs out there who can't understand what we're doing. We have to really... Who? 
10,000 piglets who listen to everything. Oh, pigs. What do you mean pigs? Yeah, just other generic piglets out there. I don't even know what you mean, but you look like you're having fun. (laughs) Anyway, why should I stop you? Do you have any other good piano music? Because James did a good job with that. That's a shame that words came on. No, it's a shame that something else fucked it up. No. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait, do that. I'll do an ad for cookies. All across America, there's a phenomenon rolling out of ovens everywhere. On every street corner in every metropolis from Detroit to Atlanta, we're talking about oatmeal, chocolate chip, coconut-based cookies. It could be factory processed or it could be homemade. Come out and get your cookie today. Tickets available online at cookie.com. Sponsored by the Cookie Association of America. (laughs) (laughs) James, that was good. James, I'm a little bit. My pot is starting to get effect. Affect you. Affect me. Do another one. Bring it down a little. Every year, over forty thousand children. (laughs) Okay, bring it in a little softer. Do you want a galloping horse in the background? We'll we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. This holiday season, over 40,000 children will not be able to eat a cookie because Santa Claus ate too much. Remember, when you leave a cookie out for Santa Claus, also leave some out for the children. A message from UNICEF. Sponsored by the Cookie Association of America. <laughs> that is the, that is, that's the asshole who's on the board of the Cookie Association who... <laughs> the bit ran away! Get it! Get that bit! It's a runaway bit. Can I tell you something? That, but that you did the your, your cookie guy. That's yeah. the guy. That's the guy who forces his way into all the ads, and everybody's like, he won't say, he won't. He has to be in the goddamn ad. He doesn't even make cookies. He's just a union guy. He's on the board or something. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. And that's his, <laughs> but that's his voice, like, oh, cut, good job, Jack. And he's like, oh, really? Was I good? James, maybe I should have done a different song for you. I feel like I the opening. I could have done better. I should have done Gentle on My Mind. You're going to stop with a song? I'd like to, <laughs> to sing you in justifiably. I mean, it would all due respect. Gentle on My Mind. Oh, but by the way, what you were saying, let's not even, I won't sing it on. I, 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 what you said off the, uh, off the podcast, Gentle on My Mind, it's it, about, yeah, it's, the song is like, it's like, it's knowing that the door's always open and the devil out of free to all. It's about, it's about a dude who's not, He's not treating the person he's having a romance with right. fairly enough, right? And, and it's and like that's what I like about you, baby. You're always available, <laughs> and it's not a love. It's it's a me, it's like a love song, but not really because he. It sounds like he's taking advantage of it. Like you know, like yeah. your door's open. I don't have to commit to you. <laughs> yeah. I don't here. Like, it's like sort of saying this. Play the karaoke version. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's sort of saying. It's sort of like saying. Uh, uh, give me a little bit of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Put a little reverb in his mic. It's knowing that your door is always open and I don't ever have to call. <laughs> it's knowing that I can come over your house, we can fuck, and then I can head out the back door and not stay all night and cuddle. <laughs> and it makes me want to look at you and then not look at you and then ignore you for the next week or two until I call. It's knowing, I'm going to steal yours, it's knowing that if we're at the mall and you see my wife, you'll just shut the fuck up and keep walking. (laughs) (laughs) That keeps me in the back roads, under the bleachers, away from public, never in front of my family all the time. It's knowing that if you invite me to your house for Thanksgiving, I'll tell you it's too early into the relationship, even though it's a year and a half. (laughs) 
or introduce you as my friend on Valentine's Day when I'm on a date with another woman or man, anybody but you. <laughs> it's, knowing, it's knowing that I can walk across your doorstep and then walk right out and have you beg for me to come back, but I never do. And when I call you, we just pick up where we left off and then I drop you in the mud by the river, Shut the alley, and the, by the back roads underneath the desert. It's knowing that if I forget your birthday, forget Valentine's Day and Christmas and Hanukkah and all the other things that mean anything to you. You pretend you don't have a birthday or a Valentine's or a Hanukkah. Just to make life easier for me. <laughs> <laughs> you pretend you don't have a birthday. Yeah, that's how easy. What's Yo, keep it chill on my mind. It's, come on, give me one more. Come on. Yeah. It's knowing that if my car breaks down, I'll just dump, I'll make, <laughs> I fucked it up. You didn't fuck it up. Uh, yeah, he fucked it up. Back <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> look at the, look at the real word lyrics though. Just, can we pause that? It says, I dip my cup of soup back from the gurgling, crackling cauldron in some train yard. In a train yard? So let's see, hold on. Let's get the real word. He get is the real. romancing someone in a train yard. Well, come on. Let's not judge. <laughs> I'm trying to be very open-minded. For all I know, there's yeah. some guy, you know, fucking a girl in a yeah. train yard right now. <laughs> when maybe, maybe he has no other place to go. And then how do you think he feels if he's a huge fan of the show? He's like, I like to fuck the girls in the train yards. Will, girls that I love and I care about. What? I go to the train yard, I fuck them, and I take my... My, my wife g- and I, my wife and I have a lovely romantic evening out in the train yard. And then we take our cup and we dip it into the crackling. What's he it, getting with his cup? He is a, Can we listen a, to the real words? He has a soup cup, and he dips it into your gurgling, crackling creek by the train yard. Oh, I know what he's talking about. Yeah, he's, play, he's, like, he's, sucking, he's sucking on somebody's back hair. That's what he's doing. Ugh. So let's play the real song and see if we can figure out if we're half right about that. This is I think he can. He's not bound by marriage. I think that's a line in the song. If I go back to Congress and vote against the kind of relationship that we're having right now, you won't go to the press. And that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) When I'm running for office, you pretend you never knew me. And I toss you a couple of bucks to keep the kid a secret. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. Oh, wait, he needs his heads. No, no, the, the real one. That's okay. So let's see if, play the real version and see if, we, if we're making any sense here with what this song is about. Listen, listen closely. We might be wrong. It might be a, a, a song. Hold on, pause it. Hey, we might be comedically making fun of the song. It might be sometimes in life there's two people, and they both don't want a commitment. And when that is the case, there can be something beautiful about that. The problem is if somebody wants something and the other person doesn't and someone's being dishonest. Right. Maybe this is about two people being honest with each other. I don't know. Maybe, neither do you. Well, if, if that's the case, it would work better as a duet where the other person's like, yeah, you ke- I'm, you're gentle on my mind as well. Oh. It's like, same reason. But it's just one guy presumably singing to someone who's like nodding their head. James, like, what? you are very smart. <laughs> oh, this is Paul Anka version. Well, oh, pause it, pause it, pause it. This is a Paul Anka version. Oh, so which, he's fine. No, no, I think, I think it, it might even be better. First, I was going to go, no, play the Glenn Campbell Paul Anka does a very, I think, really cool version of this song with just bongos, and then at one point the big, uh, the the he a big band kicks in. So I sort of like it. I actually want to listen 
to this for a while and really take in Let's the words. listen to every version of it. Start downloading all the obscure tracks. <laughs> Andy Kindler sings Gentle on My Mind. Yeah, what, what's wrong? Is the back roads in the alley too far? Wait, where, where else? Where else? What, should I go in the gurgling of the train yard? Huh? Or a more, Wait, play obs- the, play the song. A more obscure play lover's nest? Play the karaoke nest? version. I want to hear Andy Kindler doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Andy Kindler. <laughs> <laughs> it's knowing that your door is always when it's always open in the path it's why why wouldn't it be free to walk? Is it a path that I can't walk on? Could I say walk on again? And now I'm sleep and now I it's a I'm stashed behind the couch. I'm not even in front of the couch. And it's knowing I'm not shackled by forgotten words and bonds and the ink stains that have dried up some alive. Line, 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 and maybe it's that the back roads, roads but by, by, the the by my memory, that kid could it be any further away? Could it be by the back roads, out of the way, underneath the hoof? Is there any other place that's less ideal for making love? <laughs> Fade it out. Put your stuff away. Seriously, you gotta. Okay, play the Paul Anka version. I want to see. What this and this is what we do. This is when I think the show should be called. Is anybody enjoying this as much of us? And yes, <laughs> thank God the people I talk to after the shows because we're all doing this together. Right. We have people. Well, it's knowing that your door is always open and your path is free to walk. That makes me tend to leave my sleeping bag, roll up and stash behind your couch. See, that's not someone who's in love. That's like he has his he has his sleeping bag stashed up behind their couch. It's like Why it's are like you so quick to judge. Yeah, well, it's like I heard the, about you and your sleeping bag. <laughs> we'll take a break. No, uh, <laughs> go ahead. I, uh, by the way, you know I'm with you here. Right. This guy's a fucking pile of no, shit. No, it's like, this is how I treat everybody. Every man I've ever loved, this is how I treat him. You keep a sleeping bag behind their couch? I keep sleeping bags behind their couch. Don't get me wrong, but I'm an asshole. I'm hey, just saying. Call I wouldn't sing a song about it. You're right, because if you called me, let's say I was, uh, let's say hypothetically in this situation, we're, I'm the girl. You're calling me. And we could just say, we're the, you're the boy. We're lovers. Come, come on, let's not be disgusting. <laughs> um, I'm, an, I'm a girl for this bit. Okay. Okay. So, and, uh, top so, to the bottom, I'm on top. Uh, come, that's getting edited out. I have no jokes about that. This is not this type of show. I know you do those other gay shows all over <laughs> LA. <laughs> I know what I heard about you, James. I have no I, gay I have so no gay show. Would you call me? Would you would you call me? <laughs> would you call me? Yeah. Like I, what you're right, in the song. It's got my sleeping back. What if you if I'll I was the you girl, you hey, call baby. me on the phone and, sleeping bag behind and I'm and I'm like and I'm maybe I'm not the, like, you know, I'm not liking it. How would it sound if it was just a phone call? Okay. Okay, here we go. Okay. Hello? Hey. Hello? Hello? Hey, baby. Oh, uh, yeah. Is it, who is this? Hey, you know, it's the old trap. Oh, don't call me anymore. Wait a minute. By the way, I want to apologize that I'm doing the worst woman in the world, but for comedic senses, for, for comedic uh, purposes for this bit, I have to do the Tootsie Woman, you know? <laughs> Hello? I know women don't sound like that, okay? <laughs> oh, hey, you don't call me anymore. Why not, baby, 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 baby? Because, you, I wanna be, because I want to be in a relationship with someone that cares about baby, me. Baby, it's February. You all weekend. What were you calling for then? I want to know if my sleeping bag is still rolled up on your couch. Behind your couch. No, still I still. No. No. Where would you put it? Where'd you put it? It's not here for you by anymore. By the river, by the alley, on the back row. <laughs> Baby, you're so gentle on my mind. <laughs> wait, wait, ask. 
ask Glenn, ask Glenn Campbell, ask Glenn Campbell where where the where the where the salt and pepper. Are. Wait, what do I do? We're just like we're eating dinner together. Like, could you pass me the salt? Okay, like, hold on. Like that. Wait, me and you are eating dinner together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just ask. Okay. I'll be good. You're, you're, okay, right. We're, Whoever wrote this, we're on the date. We're the same people are on a date later, right? Yeah, like if this song is apropos, then this could have happened too. You're yeah, saying, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. We're eating dinner, so we're not on the phone. Right? You were gonna, you were gonna do it though. Do it, do it, do what you were gonna do. Okay. 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 Uh, could you pass me the salt, please? Oh, sure. Yeah. Why, why am I on the phone? We're at dinner. <laughs> oh, that was a lot of work to do an ad lib. That was more work to do an ad lib than I've ever heard before. Okay, so we're at dinner. <laughs> and now for the the, the the most work that went into an ad lib, the winner James and no Adomian. Can you finish this Paul Anka song? I want to hear a little more. Before uh, Mike. Oh, you started all over? Well, it's knowing that Hold your on, door pause it, is always open and your pa- I like how, Chris, you know, I always say I don't throw you under the bus, but I like how I say you start all over and you looked at me like, yeah. Like, did you think yeah, that you was gave the, the worst shrug? Yeah, like that was like, yeah, like, well, was that, a that's a, it's a judgment call. <laughs> hey, I tell you what, I spilled beer on the goddamn thing, too. There, let's can we can we move it forward and we'll we'll edit this out. Sure. It's okay. Honestly. Is that good right there? Let keep you in the back Don't stare at me there because then I'll have a bad show. I'm allowed to tease you a little bit and we love each other. Okay. Andrew's behind you. Don't do that, Andrew. You do what he does. I might give him a little bit of shit a little bit. You do what he does night after night, and you may sit there. He held up a sign that said, I should fucking have this job back. I don't know. He probably crinkled it up and shoved it up his ass, and we'll never find it. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't. Obviously, I like how Chris was getting mad at Andrew like he did anything at all. He's like, yeah, you think you can do this better? You tried him coming at you. My job's like the weather. I got to predict the future, like Paul Tompkins says. Okay, <laughs> Paul. T- okay, are we recording this? Yeah. Oh, we are? I tell you what, folks. Let's start the podcast from the beginning. <laughs> no harm, no foul. Hey, pull this one from iTunes, okay? Make it a bonus track or something. All right, here we go. A very funny guy, Todd Glass. <laughs> you fucking call me James, you have to interrupt it like me. Hello? Yeah, hello, hello. Why? Are we ready to start the podcast? What if I start the podcast like this? But what if, hold on a second. I want you to stop. Hold on a second. Stop the thing. Pull the, pull the 8-track. I want to, wait, pull the 8-track. Katie, why don't you pull the 8-track out? Chris, stay there for a second. I don't want you to do anything at all. Would you try, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Damn it, don't damn it. Here's the thing. When you play it, when I, when you, when I play it, I need you to play it like you're really playing it. I don't want you to play it on YouTube. I, I want can you stop to... you because I have the control over here. Yeah, but now I'm in studio with you. Hello? <laughs> and now I'm on the phone again. Hello? Hello? I thought it was... <laughs> Listen, man, I really want to come on that. All right, all right. All right Gen- don't play that. Whatever you do, oh. don't play that. <laughs> stop. stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I am so... I'm not editing this because I think our listeners want to take a journey with us, and sometimes that journey we get lost. So many people came up to me over the weekend, and they're like, you know what? I know that we have a connection. I can feel those people. Go back to gentle on my mind. So what if we play relapse a little bit? Of you have a gentle on the mind. I love this song. I actually do like this song. I don't know what, what it's about. And it's not clinging to the rocks and ivy planted on the columns now that binds me. Yeah, see, baby, I don't need all those relics. 
Now, what did that just say? Says, I want you to listen to every line, and then I'm going to stop it, and you explain I'm what it means. I'm not clinging to the rocks and ivy that's hanging from the columns and everything, all that civilization bullshit, all right? What we're doing is just living free, floating down a river. We're not clinging to anything, sweetheart. You know what I'm saying? All right, go ahead. I, I'm sorry I didn't put you in the will. I got other kids by other women. I got to treat them better. You moving on the back road by the rivers of my memory in your flow and ever gentle on the mind. Fields and clotheslines, junkyards and highways come between us. Some other woman is crying to a mother, but she turned an eye gone. Yeah, whoa! She said some other woman is crying to her mother. He's like, baby, you don't talk to your mother. That's what keeps you gentle on my mind. Is, are you serious? I think that's what, yeah, of course. I wrote the song, <laughs> wrote the song 50 years ago. Well, Just no, the, no, I'm not saying you wrote hi, it. Hi, Glenn but... Campbell. Thanks for having me on the podcast. <laughs> No, wait, he's probably Southern, right? Uh, it's Glenn Campbell. Thanks for having me on the podcast, Todd. I'm a very old fan. Now, Glenn, I'm going to go play your song. Well, I wrote this song because I hate women. Hold on. <laughs> I love women. <laughs> well, uh, he's not in studio. Glenn Campbell's on the phone. <laughs> Hello, Todd. It's Glenn Campbell here on the 50th anniversary of my hit song, Just on my mind. Well, wait, you know you sound so old. He doesn't sound like <laughs> well, that. I wrote it 50 years ago. Well, Glenn, first of all, thanks for coming on the Todd Glass Show. I know you're a big fan. Yeah, sure. I want to plug my line of uh, Glenn Campbell cooking wear. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's uh, made of stainless steel. You can, you can, you can cook uh, carrots. You can cook well, beef chops. Well, hold on, Glenn. The best thing is you can store it anyway. You can store it on the back road by the alley under the desert through the window. <laughs> By the, by the doorway. Glenn, are you making sense? In the basement. In the basement. <laughs> I don't know why this. It's. It's. I'm not even following it, but it's very funny. It keeps getting longer. By the, the rivers. Room. Uh, by the, the guest room. In the guest room, under the bed, in the pillowcase. Do Andy Kindler doing it further? Wait, 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 wait. How gentle on my mind is it? What is it under? Is it under the? Is it under the hopscotch? Is it underneath the sidewalk? Is it? Is it inside the side? Is it beside the sidewalk? Is it in third cardinal direction from the walk? Where? How gentle is it? And is it on my mind? Should we play the rest? I never know. Yeah, come in. I stood out of silence, tears of joy stained my face. And that summer sun burns me till I'm blind. I, I still like the song. not to where I cannot see you moving on the back road. Flowing ever gentle on my mind. Now listen to the words. I want you to be able to explain. Listen. Everybody in this room, shut the fuck up. Glenn, wait a second, Glenn. What is this next line? Well, I dip my cup of soup back from a gurgling, crackling cauldron in a train yard. Well, I want to have The way that Paul Anka sang it was terrible. and I Oh, you I, don't like this version? I, you know, I think that Paul Anka, if he was a real man, he would have taken up my challenge to a duel with firearms. Well, Glenn, you, are you... <laughs> You, I Paul Anka's on the phone. I would have taken two. I would have taken two pistols. I got Paul Anka on the phone. And we would go back down by that old river. Glenn, are you listening? Would, Glenn, what are you going to do in the alley, Glenn? I'm going to shoot that old dog dead <laughs> by the river on the alley, buried buried in a shallow grave by the river. This always, is always gentle on my mind. This is Paul Anka. Why, I, you old son of a bitch. Now, listen, first of all, for our listeners, I'm going to have to do the worst impersonation of Paul Anka, but it's going to have to work. Hello, Glenn Campbell. Hey, you don't like my version of my song? You old fraud. 
want yeah, fuck you. Uh, fuck you. You want to talk fuck like a you. Catholic boy, you I can mean, do it. But you want to fight like a white man, we can do it down by the river, by the alley, under the fucking tree branch. You're whack. lucky. You're lucky I did a cover of your song, Glenn, because let me tell First of all, Glenn, I like what you do. I, what are, you, 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 are you choking on your... What are you choking on? You know, you know what you're not choking on? The residuals from that fucking song, because you ain't making any. When I, I'm look, having a heart attack. I don't give a line. shit. Maybe I'll give me my, give me my pills. Hey, Glenn. They're in Glenn. The, they're Glenn. in the kitchen, under the cupboard, by the back road. I knew that was going to come only a half a second before you did it, and I loved it. Everything, everything that he wants. Hey, hold on. Oh, oh, that's Glenn's in the hospital, and Paul's calling him the next day. Hey, Glenn. I'm just holding on. Well, you're dead. All it took was one hey, more. Chris runs the show. If he plays that sound, it means you're dead. That's Chris tries to wrap the show up. He goes, oh, I'll make Glenn Campbell dead. This bit will be over. I love that everything in Glenn. By the way, we shouldn't make fun of Glenn Campbell. Uh, uh, Who knows but, if he's alive or dead? No, he's alive and he's doing great. As a matter of fact, he's doing a very uh, courageous James tour right now. James is still on the phone. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Hold on. All right, we're back. <laughs> First of all, this is one of those moments where I go so all over the place, and then I come back and I go, what just happened? But play the rest of that song. I love that everything oh. in his life, everything in his life oh, is hold, like... Hold it. God, everything in his life is, is what? Is uh, by the river down the alley. <laughs> I like that Paul was calling, and you know what Paul was basically saying, Paul Anka, is that uh, you know this podcast heard my version. So you know, there's Glenn Campbell saying, you know, fuck you to Paul. Well, they did, they only knew the song because Paul Anka did a cool version. Of Sensational it. ratings. I love that podcast ratings. I'm going to ask you a question. Oh wait, can you seriously, all bullshit aside, the answer is no, because it's hard to get James Adomian serious. That that version. Of Gentle on My Mind by Paul Anka. I actually really like it. I like the Glenn Campbell version better. You did? Yeah. Let's I, play the Glenn Campbell version. <laughs> I'm not joking around. Can I think I, you're all talk. You, <laughs> <laughs> Why would you be all talk? I know. Because of what? You'll come in here with your talking points, your Paul Anka talking points. That's a typical liberal position, Todd. Okay. You're all talk. <laughs> what? Play the... Uh, play the um, what the, do you mean play, you play, don't go have back to the Glenn version. Campbell version? <laughs> what do you mean? That's the only version there is. Well, I like the uh, I like the thing with the congressperson. Keep doing oh, more yeah. of this. When I run, do for this till I kill. Hold on, keep keep doing it till I die. I like do this till I kill. <laughs> do this till I die, man. Well, you kill, you die. You know. Okay, you ready? Go ahead, Chris. You're doing a good job over there, and I'm not joking around. What else does he say? No respect for women at all. Yeah. He just likes a woman that he can walk all over. I can grab you by your face and I can push you into the mud and you come back right up smiling like you like it. I can grab you by your ass and squeeze it in front of my friends. You giggle and act like it's something you prefer. <laughs> I have kids with another woman and I force you to suckle them on your tits. And I make you raise them like they're your own and love them, too. And when they ask you who their parents are, I make you say that you were a little bit of a whore when you were younger and you fucked some stranger and you don't know who their daddy is just to protect me. Where were they born? 
They were born in Minnesota and I come back there every summer and pretend that I'm their favorite uncle. They were born? No, where were they born? On the back. Oh, fuck. Where were they born? By the river. Fuck, get it, missing the song. Knowing that the, when I come around in town, you'll be one of three people that I'll probably call to fuck. Maybe not if I've taken somebody with me. I threw your sleeping bag out. That see now you're not gentle on my mind, baby. Yeah, I threw it out. Go you're fuck not, yourself. You're not gentle on my mind. No, baby. I don't give a you're shit. You're not gentle on my I mind. I don't no give more. a shit. All right, baby. You know what? I'm gonna put you under the wheat field, hung up, hung up on a clothesline. I'm gonna stuff you into a junkyard, and you can go cry to your mother like all those other bitches who don't hear the secret meaning of my hit song. You're out of my life. I, I'm out of your life? Yeah. I'm Glenn Campbell. I don't give a shit. I get pussy in every fucking railway I don't, station. Did you listen, Glenn? I don't give a shit. I'm a self-respecting woman. I pick up the I'm phone. A, I'm a self-respecting woman. Oh, that's the other version of the song. And I don't need you anymore. Anymore in my life, I'm looking for someone who respects me. So no, I don't have your sleeping bag, you motherfucker. You shut the fuck up, you crack with your... You're not coming over my house anymore. I could make the police come over because I'm friends with them and they'll probably just arrest you. I can have the sheriff toss you out. Do Do you know who I am? I'm connected. I've got friends in high places. You're lucky you're alive and able to talk to me. Well, I'll tell you, I got Paul Anka's sleeping bag right here, stashed beneath my couch. You better. And he was friends with Frank Sinatra, and I'll have you killed, you motherfucker. If you want to, shut the fuck up. If you want your children to live, you better take them to Mexico right now because I'm coming after you. You better slip out in the night under the railroad. By the back road through Juarez, take the back road through the hill stops and hide out. To stay gentle on my mind. You're listening to the Todd Glass Show. One eight hundred one eight hundred five eight hundred Todd. We'll be back. Our guest will be Tom Likas. He hasn't taken calls in the Los Angeles area in a long time. But when we come back, I swear to God, Tom Likas will be in studio. Or maybe he'll be on the next show. No, we'll... we'll, we'll this is the worst wrap-up towards that I've ever done. <laughs> you, when we come back... It's right before the radio guy has... Before a seizure. You can tell. Like, we'll, everyone we'll do, in the we'll studio do a, knew. Do, do the morning show duo, and they both, they both, they both die at the same time. <laughs> So we'll be back with. We're gonna take it. We're gonna take well, the calls. We're gonna take it. <laughs> can't do it. That's too funny. The guy. I love that it's all coming out, but it's not making any sense. We'll, we'll ease um, into it. We'll ease into it, right? Anyway, we'll be right. Let me try it as we go to commercial. Okay. okay? okay. No. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. But it, we're gonna be right back, and when we come back, we're gonna be talking to Holly Beggins on the um, forty-five on the six. Forty. Corner to. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. 
No. Turn the mic on. Turn it on. I want it's people awesome. to hear him. <laughs> yeah, I want people to hear what he does oh while we're on break. <laughs> I'm recording this. People are people are going to know what you're what you do. Keep smoking, James. <laughs> Sam thinks it's funny because she's on pot food. Oh, look, it's Andrew's coughing now. I want every, I'm glad Katie's recording this. This is not a joke, folks. Not a joke. Not a joke. Todd's got poison pot. He's killing us all. He's sucking yeah. the oxygen like, out of this room. I try to act like it's them, but there's a reason. <laughs> You know, like in real life, if I put shit in the pot, and then I'm going, look at this. Yeah, I'm puts, working with idiots. He puts plexiglass in the thing. Yeah. I'm work. Okay, fiberglass. James, shh. Push don't your- you shush. Don't you, don't shush a man who's mic'd. Okay, <laughs> I need you to stop fiddling with your mic a little. But I think you're great. Let me just get it right. <laughs> hey, Ron Lynch. Listen, shh. Put no, seriously, that drives people bonkers. It really does. Although some people said they like it. Hold on, it's almost. James, seriously, trying to get this you can right. do anything you want, but you can't make noise with that microphone. Please, seriously, please. I'm really begging you. I mean, it's going to be funny eventually. <laughs> okay, we took a break. Hey, James, <laughs> somebody shit in their pants in here. I'm not even joking around. Um, James, James, if knowing that your blood is coming down, okay. Everybody look forward. I don't want anybody making any noises. We're back. We, we came out of a commercial with coughing fits. We are having fun. <laughs> ah, I got the coolest listeners in the world. I feel bad for those other podcasts. <laughs> no, I mean, I do. I, I got these people, you know, you, we're just, look at us. You know, my, my, the people that listen to this podcast. They really get it. Are you done? <laughs> you can get out of here with that rhetoric. <laughs> Anything that I don't want to hear. Right, right, right. No, they feel. My, I've seen that agenda before. My, and it always ends bad. My podcast. The people that listen to this podcast, they worry about me, and I worry about them. They go, "We hope you don't like those negative because we have something special here." That's why I'm going to say something. Last week on the show, I said if I did a podcast in my house and I didn't know it was being recorded. And then Katie secretly recorded it. The audience would hear what I did if I thought there was no audience. And I thought, you know what? I get to do that for real. Yes, I have my moments of insecurity, but that's sort of what we created here. Like, it's like this thing you have between you and the audience, and you can be silly as you fucking want. So when you meet the people after the show that connect, you're, it, God, it gives you a lot. It, in the beginning days, it really helps encourage you. Of like, yes, we're with you. We're with you. They know who you are and what you're going through. That, <laughs> no, you didn't hear one thing I said. No, I was living. <laughs> that, that Glenn Campbell thing. So people are, people are now going to go, oh, he does know what he's saying. That Glenn Campbell thing, that was a little silly. That was so weird. That bit had such clarity at moments. Then at some moments, it was like, what the fuck are they doing? Well, don't, don't, give people, don't give people the roadmap to critique it. Yes, that's how I do my comedy. Have you ever seen me before? <laughs> what if I thought, what if I thought, what if I thought, I think, I think that's actually, if you should record yourself doing a podcast at your house, I mean, it's, it would probably be exactly the same as this. It would probably be. That's what I mean. I think it would be, this is, I get to do, you know. I think Todd Glass probably wakes up in the morning going like, are we on? Are we really doing this? What if I did, what if I woke up a different way? What if I rolled out a bit on this direction? Be me call, calling yeah. you to do. Uh, oh, and suddenly, on. suddenly I have to get coffee. I got to eat already? Oh, my God. What if it, here's a guy who can't stand breakfast. I don't mean to interrupt you. By the way, we have to take the show in for the wrap up. You're doing a second show because I'm going away next week. I'm going to be in Philly. 
at Helium. Oh, great. Uh, it's tasteless in front of me to pour a beer like that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's the old sound effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I pour Double a sin. beer wherever I go. Oh. On mic. Why do you got to Now it's all foam, too. <laughs> I'm pouring it straight into a cup that's not even angled. What about that, fucky? I can't believe you brought your uh, your laughing kid with you. I think you... Why would you bring... Shut up! Shut up, both of you! Shut up! Oh, my God, he's horrible with his kids. Nah, nah, no. I'm talking to the two animals that are eating them. <laughs> Shut up! Get off my kid! <laughs> that doesn't even... <laughs> I'm not the worst father. You had bad information. I'm the best father. You didn't see the two wolves eating my kids. I was telling them. See, now my kids like it. They're happy. Turn off the turn off all sound effects. I, I'm, I feel like honestly, I'm honestly, uh, honestly, the state, the state, the city, the cops—they may say I'm a terrible father, but just look at them. Look at them. They don't. The jury doesn't think James. so. <laughs> I'm not even joking around. Eddie Pepitone's on the phone, and I just, uh, he, he, is, he has a short window. He, he's freaking out. Eddie, go ahead, Eddie. Hey, Todd, it's your friend Eddie Pepitone. Hey, hey, Eddie, what's up? Why? I knew, I'm in the, sh- James is here. I'm listening in the car to your podcast. Oh, there you go. Thank you. And I heard you making fun of Glenn Campbell. I'm glad, Todd. I'm glad that you're taking him down a notch. Well, we weren't really making fun of him, Eddie. Yeah, you're going after those high targets like Glenn Campbell, making sure you keep them honest while there's blood in the streets. <laughs> well, Eddie, I'm not really... Actually, I'm a gigantic Glenn Campbell fan, and Matt, hold on. <laughs> making fun of Glenn Campbell is going to stop the carnage in Afghanistan. All right, Eddie, I got to go. No, no, I hung up on him. I hung up on him. I hung up on him. (laughs) We once, hold on. Put him back on. He wants to say one more thing. It sounds like it. Go ahead, Glenn. I mean, uh, Eddie. Hey, it's me, Glenn (laughs) Campbell. You motherfucker. You old moleskin. Well, you old, you old, you old mangy dog. Glenn Campbell, is that really you? I got half a mind to come (laughs) down there and kick your pants down across your eyes. I'm I'm very... Oh, I've got the Todd Glassman. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here's the thing. What I'm trying to communicate is, what if that was the voice? What if that was the voice and I just started talking to you like this? What if I thought, no one's liking this. It isn't working anywhere. I know it's not working, but I'm going to keep going to do it. I'm going to keep, what if I just do this? What if I press another one? No. And now suddenly it's back to normal. I'm going to keep. And now it's I'm going to talk to you that way. That's that's the voice. When when I tell, listen, listen, Todd, listen to me. When I tell you that I want to do a voice, I want you to press the button that's the voice. Do you understand what I'm saying? When I'm telling you that the but when I'm telling look I, and I, I, don't don't let why why are you laughing why are you laughing at me what are you doing I'm trying to be serious here doing a bit through through the voice the voice is not the humor the humor is what I'm honestly saying seriously right now all right James you gotta, you're gonna I'm gonna have a bust an aneurysm I always worry like okay I already said that I was gonna worry that the people at home that listen to this show <laughs> whoo. There's anyway. people who know who, whoa, listen, <laughs> listen, Tom Likas is going to be 1-800. No, 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 no. You, that sounds pretty good, but it doesn't sound, it's not him. The real Tom Likas, I'm glad we have a safe word on this show. The real Tom Likas is going to be here in our next episode. 
And uh, so but it's time. We've got to wrap it up. And then you're here next week. Yeah. That's what everyone knows. The minute we say goodbye, I like to say goodbye. I like to slow down. Is there anything you need to plug? A plug? Uh, yeah, I'm going to be... Uh... Shh. Quiet down. <laughs> Quiet down. Hey, I don't need to plug nothing. Okay? No, no, you can. You know, Todd, you know why I like uh, coming by the show? What? Is this going to be serious? Because yeah. I'll put some nice music behind it. Yeah, put some like. nice music on it, if you will. Nice piano music? Just some nice, maybe yeah. some nice... Uh, Maybe some nice banjo music or something. Todd, you know, I like coming by this show because uh, well, you don't like those other... Big knuckle. Hold on. <laughs> I like coming by the show, Todd, because you're not like those other podcast hosts. You're not clinging. You're not worried about... This makes it sound like if I was... If I was maybe dead, how they would talk about me. And, that, and they would have the voice of the old microphone. What would they be saying about Todd Glass? Todd Glass... Was. This is the documentary of the Todd Glass story. Okay. Todd Glass was a clown. <laughs> Shut the fuck Oh, wait. It's everything I don't want to hear. So, like, if I'm up in heaven, if there is a heaven, and my whole documentary I fucking hate. They, they, yeah. they, I thought I was doing something sort like of good. Okay, so go, go, go. If there's one thing that we remember Todd Glass for... It was the exuberance on stage. Even if it was killed, if it was bombing, he was bombing, and he frequently did. But he committed so much that people liked him simply because of his stage presence. Nothing else. <laughs> it's oh, the worst possible so verdict. Yeah, yeah, that's you're right. That like I wouldn't want to hear that. You go, give me something else. I wouldn't want to hear. I'm up in heaven. I'm ready for people yeah. like oh, oh, blah blah blah's gone to the microphone. People don't know this, but Todd would fight. Todd got in fights with the industry, <laughs> with the Nerdist Network. Todd stood his ground. He was a fighter. I mean, people said he didn't make it. He should have been bigger. He should have. Maybe he would have been if he didn't pick so many fights. Shut the fuck. <laughs> he got into fights with the nerds, like me and Chris Hardwick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't know the blows those two were getting to. Matter of fact. Oh, let me do it. Let me do it. You ready? Let me let me do it. Matter of fact, one of the most famous things from the Todd Glass show, whenever he said that Chris made him play music or Chris made him do this, well, that was his way with dealing with the, I never said that. I never said that. I never said that to Todd. I never told him that he had to play music at all. I never know where it came from that. You know, Chris always denied making uh, Todd play the songs, but good sources say that uh, Chris was hard on Todd. You know what? I'm glad that I survived him. I buried him. I buried him. You know what? Um, I, I win. Well, it ends up that Todd's show ended up being the most popular show after he died. Because people would, uh, he got very popular. <laughs> okay, that's enough. That's making me uh, get sad. For, for, I, I for, think all, for all of those people who've joined us, for all those people who've come here. Oh, this is still part of it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Who've, who've shared in Todd's comedy in the years after he passed. Who is this talking, by the way? Well, I'm, I wrote the Todd Glass story. I'm I'm the premier professor of comedy who researches Todd Glass. I had the privilege of coming on to his show, and I, yeah, this was this was almost ten years ago. I came on the show, and we talked about what this- was appropriate in comedy. And I, from my professorial academic background, even though some other comedians never gone up to Todd, he was always a forward thinker. You know, there was the most famous episode of when James and Noby came on and was almost laughing at Todd. Now, these guys were friends, you have to understand, and they had a respect for each other. So not to take it out of context, but if you listen to that show, the podcast, 
James is literally writing him off. He's not seeing the brilliance that can be done with podcasting at the time, that you can be silly and then also be very serious. And it's almost like you think, was, oh, my God, hold was, on, I'm not done here was, with my... I've, I've edited this together and you don't come in yet. <laughs> <laughs> this is my... You don't come in. What editor would start rolling in the second guy? Well, it the was, first guy was I talking. Think it, I, think it, no. I think it cross-faded here. No, there's no... You're, you're, it was almost... It Hello. Was, it was this almost still as if... my editorial. It was almost <laughs> as if he had an inhuman obsession with being serious on a comedy podcast. You know, there's no doubt about it that James looked archaic now, thinking back. Still coming on the show and making horrible mean jokes. I, well, the most famous Glenn Campbell <laughs> comments that he said were always insensitive. And if you played those now, Todd had a way, especially after he did the <coughs> Mark Marin show. There's still, I'm, the people are still in memory of me saying it that way. When Todd, uh, well, did his, when Todd became a Mark Marin, which... Eventually, who would have ever thought that people would not call gay gay anymore? They called it, I'm Mark Marin," And that certainly spread around the community. He was, he was, he came out at a time in America when... What was very difficult and hard and ended up being respected. I totally interrupted you. And uh, he was a a hero to so many people. Todd Glass, his famous speech... And we should we should have a flag that says, I accept everybody. And empathy is not a competition. And he was going to have won that presidential election, running as the first openly gay Todd Glass for the office of presidency on an independent ticket. And that's when the C- a lot of us think the CIA got him. Here's back to the speech. Like, you know, when they have the documentary, then they layer in some of my speech. And let's make this very clear. Listen, I check it out. I check it out. This is like now looking back at my life, you can see this moment I'm about to do. I, uh, I was a little I had no backbone for a little bit in my career. Ready? And let's make it very clear. These people can spread rumors that I am gay. I am not gay. I was a stand up comic and I did an Andy Kaufman like bit. <laughs> I am bisexual. <laughs> at that point, I think we'll accept the bisexual president. <laughs> the Todd Glass Show. Here's a guy. I don't want to talk about any of the stuff we're smoking pot. Here's a guy that won't. He's, his voice sounds like he's dumb, but he won't have any hate on his show. <laughs> he sounds like a dumb guy, but when anyone says, try to say something just a teeny sure. bit, not completely. Yeah, he's. Brilliant, this guy, but he has a dumb guy voice. Right. And when you try to come on a show and say anything, even the slightest bit, sexist, homophobic, sure. racist. Okay, here we go. Well, you know, you know, now we're back with the comedian today, and uh, we are sitting across James Adobe. Go yeah, ahead. The problem, the problem. Why you do more normal voice so people oh, okay. can understand you? All right, I'll do the bit. <laughs> yes. All right, start over. I didn't like my dumb guy voice. I wanted to make him really. I dumb. was gonna say. Now that you open it up, now that you open it up to notes. I was going to say, Todd, that was a dumb guy, but he's not going to be on the air anywhere. 
You know what? Also, maybe <laughs> shut. Stop it. Hey, no, as long stick as it's with up, the, stick with the bit. It might pull it out. As long as it's up for notes. <laughs> now, all of a sudden, you were for, just waiting there to criticize my dumb guy voice. <laughs> yeah. Well, now that we can talk about it, all I didn't right. know it was okay. a thing. Yeah. Now, now that we're really throwing them back and forth, your dumb guy voice was over the top. Todd Glass would pull you in for a guest spot on his podcast, and he would be the only hostile podcast in town. Oh, this is them talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, there's the guy they interviewed the last half hour of the of the of the. Todd Glass story is like, he was an asshole. He was an asshole. He got me kicked out of four different clubs for not laughing at his shows. No, no, bring Des Mike down a little. No reverb. Sorry, you're picking the wax up all over. You're getting me nervous. Yeah, Todd, Todd Glass, you know, but he made people laugh. But hold on, I gotta stop you. Who's this talking? I love that we keep bouncing back to um, it's my, what do you call it? You die, and then it's the, the story of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like several years after. And he they always. Todd Glass. Todd? Todd Glass was an American comedian. He's a guy who only says the most obvious things. You just got it from your Wikipedia page. Todd Glass was one of the top five or 30 people born on December 12th. <laughs> he just wants to get interviewed so bad, but when they come to him, he, he doesn't. He can't say, to tell you the truth, I didn't know him that good. He's literally looking over at his notes. Like, he owns a comedy club, so they always... Todd, <laughs> Todd, Todd started in Philly. He's trying, to, he's trying to sound important, though. Yeah. Todd started in Philadelphia, and he had some great success, and he was known <laughs> as, as a touring stand-up comedian in the United States of America during the 90s and 2000s. And then he was on Last Comic Standing. Wait, hold on. i got to stop you. i got to stop you. It's so obvious. He's just reading... <laughs> He's reading the Bible. Play that music more. I, I love... Uh, okay, you ready? <laughs> okay, so he's just obviously reading my bio. This guy... But he's trying to make it sound personal. Go ahead. You know, the thing about Todd Glass, people, people remember his comedy and they laugh. But what they don't remember is that Todd Glass was born in 1964. <laughs> he, was, he was an American comedian. And he was originally from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. <laughs> life and career, personal life. <laughs> you know, Todd came out, people didn't know he was gay. <laughs> Everything has to be. And then he went on a podcast and said that he was gay and people accepted him and it was a thing. And then, and then there was this whole career in his comedy. <laughs> this guy, ha- he hey, no, stop, stop, stop. Has he ever hang out with me, this guy at all? No. No. Why guy- won't he just tell them he doesn't know anything? He just because he wants Wait, to be interviewed. Keep, do, 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 keep going. I shouldn't read it. I don't want to actually read it. It's better right. when I don't actually read it. it. Todd was. Oh, oh, I got it. Let me be the interviewer, but you never really work me in. You don't. You just have what you have to say. So you're not really listening to what oh, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a two-one interview. You know, yeah, they yeah, do a yeah, shot yeah. in like Barbara Walters and a guest. Barbara Walters. The, and then they're playing this in my. It's like if Barbara Walters really did interview him in real life, right. they're playing a clip from that in the whole synopsis of, you know, when you're dead. What do they call it? They put it all no, together. standing by here on the other end of the uh, okay. military oh, On the other end of the bit. <laughs> on the other end of the Okay, so go ahead. This is, um, okay, ready, I forgot what I was going to do. Oh, I'm interviewing you. You're interviewing me. Okay, go ahead. Play the music again. Uh, uh, to do a different voice. Well, what, when comedians think of Todd, what do they, what will be most remembered by him? Well, I will, first of all, I want to thank you for having me on your show. I watch it all the time. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of your public affairs 
network show, Tipship. And I want to say that as someone who knew Todd Glenn very, very well. Remember, very, he doesn't. He does not. He's reading my bio, remember. Or he's remembering. I knew. I understood the bit. I knew exactly where we were. <laughs> I wasn't lost. I knew where we were in the bit time. I, 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 was, trying to, I was just kind of I thought, the, sh- I thought the audience might have gotten lost. I was lost. getting there organically. Oh, you're not giving me in, though. You're giving the audience. The in. audience, okay, I was saying. Right. They need to catch up. Yeah. Go, go back to it. Okay, this guy, okay. he's, he's talking. He got to talk in my documentary. Doesn't know anything about me. And this guy has some questions. And, and, he's, and it's also a little bit questionable about whether maybe Todd Glass faked his death. And he's actually orchestrating this documentary. <laughs> he's, there's, a, there's, there's, a, there's a mysterious executive producer on the project. <laughs> and if you, pause, if you pause the documentary a few places, you can see Todd Glass walking around in the background. Shut the fuck up. You can see the reflection in the camera. Fade out. And people's sunglasses. <laughs> I got it. I, uh, <laughs> let's do something a little different. Uh, seriously, because I want this show to have a different flavor than the early show. So let's that. That, by the way, every time we bounce back into God, did, we were on we, on we were on the gold. We had it. We were on gold. Every time going back to the the uh, the, the voices, it just sounds so much like it. They edit it together, and there's always a guy like the, that. I love that your guy would, was had a voice that would never. Thank you. He would never. He would never. <laughs> finally, he would never host a public affairs show. He was like, Douglas was the guy who made him laugh. Welcome to ABC. <laughs> like, why is that so true? Why is he a television broadcaster? That is so true. That would have been from like 1950. Right. Smoking but, on the air. Yeah. This guy. Welcome to ABC. <laughs> that's that said it all. It would be more of a regular voice. You're right. I should have done my regular voice. Right. When that's why you laughed. I should have said when when Todd's uh, re- going to be remembered. What do most comedians are going to think when they think of Todd Glass? Well, most people know that Todd Glass was an incredible comedian. <laughs> Makes, it uh, makes sense. Todd, Todd Glass had been on Last Comic Standing, and that's when the world fell in love with him. Uh, but what people don't also realize is that uh, Todd Glass uh, performed a lot at the Upright Citizens Brigade. Uh, he would perform frequently, not only uh, in Los Angeles, but in his hometown of Philadelphia. Explain, when, when Todd killed himself, it was in the weirdest way. Explain that to the audience that's never heard Todd of it. Todd Glass was born in 1964 in Philadelphia, so he really had a connection to that city. And he would go back whenever he could. And it was like when he was on last James, coming James, James, I love you. <laughs> the fact that you remember that. To, again, I asked him a specific question about his death, and then he's... Telling everybody what year I was born <laughs> from Philadelphia, he, he he and he doesn't even remember he's my stuck, whole bio. He's, he's stuck, got one he's line stuck of. On, he's stuck on the first when Todd's, the first part of the thing. No one thought that Todd would end up taking sure. out seventy-five sure. people at the mall. Sure. When his sure. family got the news, sure. what he had done. His family in Philadelphia <laughs> was heartbroken because they had grown to love Todd Glass from his appearances on Last Comic Standing. And the Mark Marin Radio Podcast, where he came out of the closet. (laughs) (laughs) I got him, Rowan! I got him! I got him! And when I got Todd, I got him, folks! Boy, oh boy, that's fantastic! (laughs) Oh my god! Jesus Christ! Oh my god! You know, I 
like being on your show, Todd. Can I get the microphone changed? Can I get it back to it? Can I get it back in the devil voice? Can I get the devil voice for five seconds? Oh, I'm sorry. I got to get you out of. Hold on. Hold on a second. Let's do something a little different. Guys, that was, by the way, the fact that that is the funniest guy. He knows nothing about me. Still, first of all, why would my why family load a, love, learn to love me by my appearances here. on Jimmy Kimmel and here. the Late Show? Here, here, here. Do, do one more, and literally, as an interviewer, get confused at why are you actually? Why did we bring you in here? Okay. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So we're gonna go. I keep telling. Uh, poor, you know what your new nickname's gonna be? Poor Chris. Meaning, like, I feel bad for you. Like, when I go, poor Chris, is, I have to, because you were going in one direction with Glenn Campbell. Now I need you to go back to the piano music. So it's like, poor Chris over there. Andrew, I'm going to tell you one more time, making funny faces behind Chris's back. Fuck you! All right, listen, shh, everybody. That guy, it's a, what a great character. Knows nothing about me. And I'm going to say, why? How did you know him? And all you can do is repeat things from my bio. Yes. Are you done? Yes. Okay, go ahead. Back to the interview. I don't know why I'm putting the other voice on you, but it, to me, it makes we it got, sound yeah, real. We got, we got. Go. And that's and, and that was really that was really the best that Todd Glass gave us from Philadelphia last comic standing came out on Mark Maron Radio podcast. I'm uh, touring comedian. Your friendship began where? www.wikipedia.org forward slash Todd Glass forward slash article And when did you first develop that you two? Uh, why am I here? Google, Google.com, advanced search, Todd Glass, bio. And, and I'm, I'm a little bit confused here. What, is your, what was your relationship with him? Friend? How long did you know each other? How long is your friendship? You 1964 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. All the way right up until he was a touring national last comic standing on the Mark Maron Radio <laughs> podcast where he came out of the closet. <laughs> That's <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, now, I want to know something. I think that we should try something a little different. No, okay, folks, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Do you have any more nice, me- mean nice things time. up your sleeve? Do the woman that's uh, no standing your ground. The woman that's standing your oh. ground. Is that too hard? Crank it up. Put some echo in his voice. Here we go back. I put, yeah, I put... I put booby traps all over the place so when you get your back rolled alley alley, it's gonna snap and bite your dick off, asshole. That sleeping bag that you want me to leave behind the couch? Yeah. I took it and I threw it in the garbage. Go fuck yourself, get a hotel. I'm not a place to park your stupid cock every time you're in. Working at your diminishing numbers at the local club where you perform. When you used to perform the 1500, and now it's only 40. She knows all the details. Yeah. I loved you when you were something, and now you're nothing. Look, congratulations on Reno. Congratulations. I hope the weekend is great for you. You know what, bitch? I don't need to be disrespected like this as shit, okay? My kids are better than your other bitches' kids, okay? And they don't need your fucking money because they have an education. And you go right back to the song. Or forgiven when I walk. I thought I could sing this song. I was joking around. Hold on. Let me see. Hold on. Really? Shh. No joking. Moving on the back roads by the rivers of my memories. And for your just gentle on my mind. Let's sing it. Okay. Let's just sing it. Through wheat fields and clotheslines and junkyards and the highways come between us. 
and some other woman crying to her mother because she turned the... All right, I fucked it up. All right, fade out. So we had fun. What, I can't have fun once in a while? This is my show. This is what eventually Katie's going to do. She's going to take that echo button and glue it on all the way, and that's all you'll hear is echo like this right now. Hello? Episode. Hello? Here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. There's going to be a whirlwind of a tornado that's going to come through with sound effects, sound effects and voices. And hey, hold on a second. I did wait for a second if I asked for it. Suddenly I'm in the twilight zone. How did I get in the twilight zone? Or suddenly I'm echoing in an echo chamber. Oh, there's a nightmare. Look at it. Oh, there. See, he gets it. He gets it. I'm on stage, but it's in a twilight zone stage. So I'm surrounded by a desert, and it's almost like a, it's a Salvador Dali painting. All right, uh, tip your bartender, everybody. It's the gay police. They suddenly showed up. Hey, what if we do something different? Why would you do that? Why would you make a sound like that? Why would anybody make a sound like that in the middle of a show? I'm tasering you. (laughs) You don't realize I'm really tasering you. All right, lower the music. Lower everything. This party's just getting started, motherfuckers. This is the Todd Glass Show, and we'll be right back right after this. Hold the fuck on. We'll be right back. The Todd Glass Show. We're back. Tom Likas is our guest. We're going to take calls like we haven't taken them in a long time. You Tom got Likas, it. There, he, there is the voice that you haven't heard in the Los Angeles area. 1-800-5800-TUH. He is back, and uh, I'll tell you what, he is excited to get on these microphones. Tom Likas has not been Todd on the Todd Glass, thanks for having me back on the show. Thank you very much, and we are so excited to take calls. Well, that's right. We're taking calls here, Todd. We're coming back to the year of April. April, we're coming back. You hear what I'm talking about? Now, where? what station are you going to be on, Tom? Well, six years ago, we were on the 97.1. Catalyst of Sex. You know what I'm talking about? The FM Doc Station. How long were you on the station, I was on the, I was on the flagship show on the station for the last 12 years. You know what I'm talking about? Hold on. I'm going to make it a caller. Call. He's calling in. Yes, go ahead. one 800 Oh, I'm calling. We're, we're looking. Yeah, Tom and Lycus is on the phone. one 800 tom You're on with Tom. You know? I always think that I'm answering. No, the yeah, that's, that's what I was just thinking. No, Tom, you're getting out of order here. You're we're doing a, we're, five, eight, okay. We go down to Todd Glass at the Todd Glass Show in Temecula. You're over Tom. Yeah, hey, wait, hold on. This is the way I see, this is the way I see it going. Because <laughs> I can't follow it. No, no, I did not call you. I'm you're calling my radio station. Okay, we're calling. Here we are, rigging it up, and dialing gonna, a deer. And on my show, one eight hundred five eight hundred Tom is your toll free telephone number. Yellow. Yeah, Hello, Tom. We're just going to delete this bit that I was just trying to get no, started. I know. I know. He calls up. He's even trying to order a pizza or something. <laughs> so good. Domino's. 1-800-5800-TOM. It's a toll-free telephone number. Here we are with Tom. Yellow. <laughs> no matter who he calls, I get it. I get it. Hold on. Watch, watch it one more time. So Tom Likas just dials people since he hasn't had a radio show. So he just keeps dialing people, and then uh, and then when they call, he does that every time. Do we have a dial uh, sound? Making sure I dial it. Oh, Domino's. 1-800-5800-TOM is your toll-free telephone number. Marcus said Domino's, you're over Tom, hello. Yeah, Domino's, how can I help you? I don't care! <laughs> You know what I'm saying? He dials somebody else. Go ahead. He hangs up. Once they don't respect him, he cuts them off. Hold on. Tom Lake is redialing somebody. Hello, Home Depot. 1-800-5800-TOM is your toll-free telephone. We're all with Home Depot. Wow. Do you care? Is 
Home Depot, can I help you? Hello. Well, I don't know if you can help me, dear. What I'm looking for is wood planks. I'm a man. I'm a man. Oh, are you really a man? Are you married? Then you're a pussy. I don't have to listen to you. You're a pussy. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Well, we'll take it out of 15 minutes past the hour. You're listening to a show program not hosted by a right-wing wacko or a convicted fiala. No! This is a show where you get to talk about the issues here. Kentucky Fried Chicken, can I help you? Really, Canabout? I'm looking for a bucket of chicken. (laughs) Yes, how how much chicken? I bet you... Beverly Hills Chevrolet. You're talking to Tom, you know. Yeah, Beverly Hills Chevrolet. 1-800-5800-TOM on a, on, a, on a freaky Friday. We're on a flash Friday. We're signing right. Yeah, Devin. Hello, Beverly Hills Chevrolet. How can I help you? Chevrolet. Look, we're, we're coming down. We're signing racks at the Chevrolet next Saturday. We're hoping we can book it so we can sign some racks down to the Chevrolet here with Tom. Like with Tom yeah, what are you, who, who is this? Child like is the child like a show. The only show other than like me records. No, 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 no. I am your dad and your professor. You're, you're out of your goddamn mind. You're this is welcome, Beverly Hills sir. Chevrolet. You're welcome. This guy's a sir. fucking idiot. I'm hanging Dump up on that him. Bitch, take me out to Raya style. Staples. I don't care. <laughs> What do you have to say? I gotta dial each number, but take, I don't have anything on speed dial. I live in Stop Like It. Starbucks. It's seven minutes before the hour. You're tuned to the Tom Like It program. We're up with Starbucks, yellow. Yeah, this is Starbucks. Is this the Starbucks down on Melrose, yellow? Yes, it is. How can I help you? Okay, we're here at seven minutes before the hour. Wondering if you're still gonna be open at 15 minutes past the hour. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, we're we're open till 11 tonight. Listen, son. Son, I'm like a 45 is, year old man. Like is 101. If you're not gonna do the time, don't get involved with that bitch. You know what I'm talking about? Who is this? One eight four four one five. Oh, he, oh, he does it as he dials out too. Albertsons. Not hosted by a right-wing wacko and a convicted fiamal doubt. Take us down here. Yeah, Albertsons. Albertsons, yellow. Yeah, Albertsons. Yes. We, we, I, we, we want to know. I want to know. Who is this? This is Tom Likas with Tom Likas. Who is this? It's not, Tom. Who is Don't this? Don't talk your sniveling. You're sniveling. Typical woman. Not a, I'm, I'm a 48-year-old man, and you I'm answering. You are answer- fat. You are, you are a gold-digging whore. What are you talking? Who is I'm this? I'm telling it like it is. Is this All Bill? Men, Bill. This is Tom Likas with is this Tom Likas Show. Oh, it's Bill. If you have milk on sale there, if it's from the organic dairy down Who is this? Come Tom on, Likas. who is this? It's not Tom Likas. We're looking who is for this? cottage cheese and cheese. We're looking for food to make sure our gullet's still better. Who is this? Tell them down at Albertsons in 15 minutes past the hour. Is this Tom, Tom Likas? Yes, Tom, you're over Tom. This is Tom Likas, isn't it? How do you care? Do I care? I'm a huge fan. What are you calling my supermarket Thank for? Thank you, dear. Well, I'm not a dear. What's but... your question for the professor? I can't believe you're calling me. 
at my at my supermarket. Tom, yeah, I'm doing great. Uh, Tom, should I say dad? Thank you, son. This would be his dream come true. It, it would only happen once a day when someone would actually recognize him. And then and he, he would. Calls everyone and he'd, he'd pop a boner. You, yeah, I have a question for you. I'm coming back on the air in April. You should listen up. Well, Cold <laughs> calling everybody in Los Angeles so that they know the Tom Leggett show coming back. Well, here's my question for you. I, we, I, don't, we don't get callers. We're calling you. Here's my question. Here's like show. Can I ask my question? What is your question, son? I've been, uh, I have, um, after so many years, I've been in bad relationships. Finally uh-huh. met a You're girl. You're a pussy. Well, I finally met a girl that I really love. Now, I oh, still want to follow. you love her. Well, I still want to follow. You love her. Yeah, Does yeah. Does she give good pork? <laughs> is she porking your boulder? The dumbest thing in the world. I don't care if you're in well, love. Well, hold on. Tom, do you feel... If I thought, you're in love, go down to a gay bar and listen to their Depeche Mode night and go dance around with some 300-pound land whales. You know what I'm about? If you really want to get pork deep in a nice pork shank, you're going to go on down and find a woman who hates herself. You know what I'm talking about, son? Yeah, but you're not really... Because a woman who hates herself... You're not... Like all Latin women, <laughs> like all women who are poor or struggling or have responsibilities or had fathers who didn't love them, you go down to them and you pull them by their hair, and they are going to slobber that blubber until seven minutes past the hour. You know what I'm talking about? You're not really listening to my question. I don't listen. <laughs> well, then why am I talking to you? I, I, all I want to do is you listen while I shout. <laughs> Coming up, uh, coming up, ninety-seven blob blob. All right, let's. Uh, blob station. Here's what I'd like to do. I'd like Tom, if you don't mind, to I'll take, take some. Take you out, Whitney Houston style. <laughs> oh yeah, remember? <laughs> it was always take you out, and it was take, always. It was always a stupid, offensive thing. Yeah, right? yeah, it was always the most. The, Tom, I want you, you to take take me out with a cop beating an innocent person. You know. You got it. Here on the Tom Leggett Show, we'll be back after this break Tom, and a commercial consideration for baldness therapy. Hold on, can we play a? Uh, uh, can we play? I loved can, all of his all of his ads during on. a show. Oh, his whole his persona was his persona was like I'm the guy who gets pussy. But then he would go like, and when he do the ads in between his actual segments, he'd be like, "Man, I know a Viagra alternative that's better than Viagra." <laughs> <laughs> or he'll be like, are you suffering from baldness and I got a DUI lately? That's, so That's right. For my 50 to 70 year old demographic. Hold on, hold on. Go be the guy, which is basically him. I'm that listening goes, to here, here, Here's how you know what his audience really is. So right. do like the last 30 seconds of him on the air, mm-hmm. all talk, right. and then go to the ad he goes right. to. Okay, ready? Okay. Like you just said. every. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So I don't care if she screams a moat. You keep that pecker down that throat until you're sure that she's not getting a baby out of it. You know what I'm talking about? Several minutes before the hour, we'll be right out of this on the Tom Likos Radio Show. Hey, Tom Likos fans. Are you suffering from are you suffering from lesions all over your sexual regions? From the loose sex that you've had? Ah! <laughs> you 
Then go to the STD clinic, oh, the only STD clinic endorsed by Tom Leggis. The, <laughs> the Tom Gub. Obviously, you that's... can scoot, you can splooge your luge, and then come on down to get your shooter cleaned out. They got specials if you say, if you mention Tom Likas and cough. Oh my! If God. you mention Todd Likas and you moan because your piss hurts, you'll get a discount. Are we allowed to do this now? Is this insensitive comedy? <laughs> There's no. a lot. I'm... What if Todd Glass came back on the... Uh, Todd Glass. <laughs> oh, why didn't have you on the microphone? If Tom Likas... No, that whole fine. bit was ruined. I'll have to do it, it in post. It was ruined. It was ruined. Hold on. Go ahead. It's always the wrong way, no matter which way I want to do. If Tom Likas comes back on the air and he's like, I learned the lesson. I, you know, folks, I'm just grateful to be broadcasting. Oh, and he's not mean anymore? <laughs> you know, folks, I took a real break. I took a real break, and I'm, uh, I'm lucky to the uh, Church of Jesus Christ and Latter-day Saints for putting me back on the air. Tom, hello? Hello, dear. You yeah. are a special angel of God. Thank well, you. For, no, yeah, it's, I put, it's not Mormon. It should be 95 point. You're listening to 95 point. This is, folks, you'd hear that Tom Lagos was going to be coming back on the air. We've got a big surprise for you. I'm back on the... Uh, 99.5, the uh, Christian Broadcasting Station here in Los Angeles. I've had a real turnaround in those two years since oh, I was on, on the air. Hold on. So now everything he says, it's still with his g- g- girth and everything he does, but it's all, uh, okay, so can I be yeah. the caller? Yeah, yeah. We're taking calls. We're taking calls. And praise the Lord here on the Tom Likas Show. We are on with Todd. You're calling from Hollywood. God bless you. You're with Tom. Yellow. Yeah, Tom, could you welcome me in with someone praying for peace for everybody? Okay, you got it. <laughs> Instead of take me out. Yeah, well, listen, hey, Tom, my name is uh, Joe, and I love yeah, your show. Joe, are um, you worshiping the Lord? I am worshiping the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. <laughs> it's very aggressive. Isn't it? <laughs> well, yes, I do worship the Lord, Tom, and I just wanted to say that I don't get to go to church every Sunday, but I do believe that oh, even without you going to... don't get to go to church every Sunday. You're going to call up on my show whining and saying, I'm good. No, well, Man, Jesus Christ, we're fine. I Let just, me tell you something. If you're not down there on your knees, bowing to your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ the way he demands to, then you're not going to see him. You don't think I can you're have... You're not going to see the kingdom of heaven. You don't think I can have a special relationship you with... You are going to hell. Even though that I live a good life? Here on the Tom Lager Show, going to take you out hellfire style. <laughs> let's, take, let's take one more call. Okay, go ahead, caller. You're on the air. You're talking to the new Tom Likas. Hello, you're over Tom. Hello. Hey, Tom, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, I love we're, the... we're almost Marcus and Temecula. You're over Tom. I love the show. My, uh, we, I was married about um, because of uh, my wife was from another country. She had to come over here. We lived together for a month before we got married. Amen to getting married. Yes, but we were married, but I thought he would more yell at him for not being married for the one month because right. he's the new Tom. All right, go for so it. we were married. Caller, okay, let's take another caller. That guy was out of his mind. Uh, you know, it's hard to think of new voices. Well, I don't know how a... you guys do it over at the UCB. <laughs> the UCB, the sensational comedy act. one 800 tom is your toll-free telephone number. You're on 95.5 Christian Radio with Tom. Hey, hello. We're talking to Danny in Santa Monica. You're on Tom. Hello. Hey, Tom. Hello, Danny. Um, yeah, I've been... I know you think that a guy, once he loves a girl, they should... I'm sh- doing great! <laughs> you 
you think that a guy should? Uh, I've been dating for two years. Now you're total, uh, but but you've cause... been dating for two years. Yeah, well, she wants to get married. She wants to get married. She wants to marry you. Of course she does, because she's a woman. All (laughs) women want to get married. You know what I'm talking about? The way you get a woman is that you offer to marry her, and that she is is whole under the eyes of the Lord if she has a husband over her. You know what I'm talking about? So you get that woman, and you marry her, and you stick with her for life. And you make sure she knows she is yours. That you will feel like a real man. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, but it you... is too easy to go out there and just pork so, a woman. So you're saying, so I don't understand. You're saying in no circumstances a woman ever wrong? Let me tell you, let me tell you what Lycus 701 is. Lycus 701, I'm going to go over it. Always marry your chick. Chicks like Greek. Chicks like what? Chicks like rings. Oh, <laughs> I love this, Tom. Like, I love to hear from this perspective. This would be so funny if this is how I had to come back on the air. Tom Lager Show. You're listening to a show not dedicated to simple worship. Not, not acting like the Lord owes me any favors. No. You're listening to the show, the only radio show, where I give everything to Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Hot. Seven minutes before the hour. It's Flash Friday. We're citing racks. <laughs> what now kind of racks? We're citing racks of Bibles. Oh. <laughs> we'll sign your rack of Bibles. Bring your Bible down to the Church of the Way on Sherman Way in Northridge, and we'll be citing your Bible rack. Here's the great thing. Here's the great thing about doing bits. Uh, when you miss, I, I want to wrap this up, but I want to go back to the old Tom Likas, who is just the worst guy in the world. And uh, the, the smartest woman in the world can call, and he'll never. How, how are we doing with time? We're way over. What time is it? Oh, it's 7.50. Oh, we have to wrap it up. We have to wrap it up. Todd, what did we learn today? <laughs> we learned to change my microphone over when I want to talk with myself. Oh, Jesus. That was a, that, can I say that was a ride? We have to wrap it up. We that didn't was fun. Uh, Todd, it's good to be. We, this was, you know, I think we taught people. I taught. I think we taught people about some very interesting concepts for future comedy. Hello, this is Tom Likas. I wish I could do it. Could, I, could you teach me how to do it? Yeah, here's, Hello. yeah. You could do a Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> you do hey, yeah, you right. take a Rodney Dangerfield, okay. and, then you, and then what you do is you okay. choke yourself. Okay? Hey, you choke uh, yourself. How you doing? This is hey, Tom. Hey. But then you choke yourself, and then you take you take a plunger and you jam it up your butt. Okay, hold on. America, and then all of a sudden you're gonna hit yourself with a car. Tom Likas, yo, hello. <laughs> oh, Todd. Oh, we got to wrap it up. Why, why do don't we have shows some... to do? Todd, Todd, why don't you come here next time with nowhere to go? I don't, uh, I don't know. Where I'm a busy man. Oh, yeah. I'm busy I'm... my ass. I've seen your roster. Tumbleweeds. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you kidding me? My homepage is your touring page. <laughs> I do a lot of reloading without new content. This is Tom Likas. <laughs> How's that? That's a guy filling in for Tom Likas. <laughs> Tom Likas is out with throat cancer. <laughs> and they and they get the traffic guy in to pretend to be Tom Likas, but he doesn't know how to hate people enough to pull it off. Go ahead, you're on hold on, let's switch yeah, yeah, mics yeah. again. Hold on. I'm gonna do this. Oh wait. Hold on. Everybody sorry for the microphone sound. No, no, keep that on. No, I can't, it's wet.
So is mine. <laughs> it's okay. Um, okay. Hello? This is Tom Likas. So you call in. He's he doesn't. He's but, not. They wait, say you have to be mean or he's, Jerry he's or still, whatever. It is. I make him Jerry. Put a helicopter time. sound in because he's still clearly the traffic guy in the helicopter, but he's pretending to be the host of the show. Do we have a helicopter sound? <laughs> he can get one, but we'll have to take a little. You have to go. It's worth it. We we'll do the thing. Do the traffic copter. This is Tom Likas, and he's never mean enough. He's never mean enough to those people that call in. Wow, it's a five car pileup. <laughs> he has to get out. I don't know if I can follow this bit. Wait, my mom's here. I, I go for that. I'll do that joke. I don't give a shit. Keep doing it. Who's here? Every time someone's here, who's here? Who's Somebody's here? jacking one of the cars downstairs. No, who's here? You have to say who's here. Beep who's the here? horn. Whoa, whoa, who's here? You know, oh, my grandmother's here to pick me up. Oh, okay. Who's there? You have to get, you have to say you have to do. Oh, I do one. Oh, yeah, okay. you have to. Oh, you, like I do the first cheesy one. Beep okay. the horn. Okay. Uh, my grandmother's here to pick me up. Uh, get out of the way, asshole. <laughs> what do you do? Stop at a red light. Fuck you! <laughs> All right. Oh shit! Pizza time. <laughs> Let's not do the Tom Likas. We got to say goodbye. We got to say goodbye? All right. This, last night, I want to say I was at Katie's show. Yeah. And had a blast. Oh, did you do the Comedy Palace? I did it last James night. It's a classic show. It I love it. I don't know. Somewhere in March. Did you headline? March, I'm headlining. 29th. I, I close shows. I don't headline. Oh, I headline. <laughs> That's right. Gay police are here. <laughs> so Wait. listen. So I want to thank you. Hold we have on. to wrap it up. You got to go. Todd, it's been a pleasure. It's been a journey. I want to say that you're the most. Uh, tre- this is the uh, this is the biggest treasure I have in my life. I like this podcast. You know why I like the Todd Glass podcast because it keeps it gentle on my mind. Can I tell you something? What I was wrong. I didn't think you'd admit it. Todd, the reason I like your I'd podcast- like you to wrap up and sing us out of here yeah. and as good as you can. Don't Todd? don't joke around. Yeah. It's knowing that your podcast is always open and you desperately need me. And you're my favorite guest, and I think I had so much fun. I'm so glad you came by today. It's the fact that nobody's listening, and there's no downloads, and nobody's going to critique me that I feel so fun. It's easy on my mind. That's why I don't want to charge, because I think I'd feel guilty for putting shit like this out into the podcast ears of people all over the world. Cause you're low grade, nobody listens on my mind Or something that you know about Doing podcast doesn't translate I nobody cares cause I don't listen Try to sing it for real Or something that somebody said Gets edited out because you thought It didn't fit into the bit Watch this, this is gonna be good Hold the fuck on, Echo <clears throat> Echo, hello I don't know where to start in. I don't Hold know on. where to begin it out. Hold on, I got it. Hold on. Is there echo? That's moving. Nah, I don't like the way I sound. Do Tom like his singing the rest of it? Yeah. You'll take us out. No, just take us out of here. Okay, start it over. Okay, we're saying good- Turn my echo off. Should it be Tom like on the phone? <laughs> I think it should be. We'll do, we'll do all the characters that we want. We could just do all the characters from the rest of the show. Put this, put this back to We're switching mics again. So I'm saying goodbye, everybody. We're going to take you out of here with Tom. Sorry for the mic noise. I just, it's all cool. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Everybody, I'm talking you through it. I'm talking you through okay, it. there we go. Tom, I want to thank you. Are you on the line, Tom?
1-800-5800-TUB is your toll-free. It's Tom Likas in space. Space Likas. Space Likas. One zero zero one one zero zero one 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 zero zero digital digital hold on, hold digital on, hold on. downloading from Mars. We have to go. Sorblon on Venus. You're all in tub yellow. <laughs> Tom Likas, we want to thank you for stopping by. I wish I could go further with this bit, but I can't because you have Zorbulon to go. Here. Oh, you know I what? see. It's a tr- hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop. I get what you're doing. It's an old trick. You make yourself look like the good guy. You're starting a bit that obviously could go in so many directions, and I smell it. Right. But it looks like I'm putting the, the what do you call it, the, the bosh? What is, what's the word? The kibosh? Yeah. Ki- take the thing off, my It's so ridiculous. Oh, let's do this bit. Uh, let's take a break. We'll find the right sound effect for it. And you'll do your fucking Tom Likas from space. You got nowhere to go, right? You have time? No, I don't. Then why are you doing this to me? Why are you doing this to me? Why are you doing this we to me? We can't stop, Todd. It's fun. You know I'm kidding, right? I know, but they don't. Okay, listen. I, everybody knows. Yeah. So, Tom, are you there? Yeah. What's over here? We- <laughs> no, I'm talking about So, you're going to take us out singing uh, Gentle on My Mind. Gentle Tom Likas has been our guest. He's got a new show here in Los Angeles. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Thank you very much. Thank you, um, Sam. Thank you, Sensitive. Thank you, Chris Burden. Thank you, Katie. Levine. Cut the last half hour out, and we'll go straight to this. Oh, I'm not going to leave that in. Cut the last hour and a half out. It's my favorite thing to say. Oh, I'm not going to leave that in. When, it cl- it in. when clearly we left it in. It's knowing that your door is always open and your path is free to walk. You know what I'm talking about? What makes me tend to leave my sleeping bag rolled up and stashed behind your couch? <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> and it's going up, not shackled by forgotten words and thoughts. And the ink stains and cup stains that are dried up sometimes. That keeps you fat and lazy by the rivers of my memory. That keeps you ever porking on my mind. It's not clinging to the rocks that I be planted on, your bitch. 1-800-BITCH. Or doing something. I'm doing great! Because we fit together like a piece of pie and a piece of cake. I'm fat! But I get a lot of pussy. A lot of walks of railroad dragging by. And you're moving, getting fatter, looking stupid. You're a woman! Suck on my dick! Get a lot, bye-bye. Through the wheat fields in a shallow grave Buried in your head cut off, oh yeah <laughs> I've burned your body and sent a letter to the police Saying they'd never find you I'm a serial killer, I might as well be I hate women so much Top like it to a top like a show I think they should all be slaughtered Stupid bitches I'm gonna cut your face in half Bye-bye. If we can't satirize and make fun of Tom Likas, I'm scared I dip shitless. I my cup of soup back from the gurgling, crackling cauldron of my voice. <laughs> my beard of black and flagging black. I got a coal pile stuck in my face. Was my throat? It sounds like mustard inside. Throw cup hands blubbering, blubbering up into the same little worm. You scramble. I get a breast. I get a pussy. You know those giant rocks? Give me a pussy, I'm fine. Give me, I need a woman. 
desperate to struggle with a treachery. I'm doing great! <laughs> Shit on my wife, stay away from me. Oh my god. You're not getting half of my shit, bitch. <laughs> Now leaving Nerdist.com.